Hi everyone, Anne-Marie here. I've been having such a good time talking to you all and bringing these interviews to you. And as promised, every now and then I'm gonna pop in and between interviews bring you a transformational tool or teaching to help support you in creating a more empowered life as you navigate your way through college. So we're gonna call these episodes, What's the Big Idea? And we're gonna explore big ideas around topics that we discussed on various episodes. And last week we spoke with um, Robert about judgment and fear of judgment and what happens when we let that fear get in the way. Last week, I happened to be at University of Colorado Boulder visiting Robert for Family Weekend, and I noticed how many decisions are being made around this fear of being judged by your peers. So I thought this week would be a great time to do a teaching with you all to give you some concrete tools and practices that you can take away when you notice these fear of judgments coming or when you notice yourself judging others, right? This time in school, as you're trying to fit in and belong and find your people, we are so plagued with this idea of like, what are they thinking of me and what do I think of them and who am I and all of this. So take a listen and listen as many times as you need because each time you're gonna take something different away from it. And yeah, let's get growing. Welcome to University with life and leadership coach, Anne-Marie Ciresso. In this collection of refreshingly honest conversations, students share their stories, struggles, and successes, and educational experts provide practical and valuable information on all things university. Discover how to live fearlessly and thrive in college and beyond. All right, so let's start with this week's episode revolving around judgment, fear, stress, and personal growth in college in particular. And I have this belief that life does not really have to be all that stressful on campus. Last week we learned on the podcast with Robert how his fear of being judged could have gotten in his way. If he would have let his fear get in the way, he would have missed his flight. And we all know that wouldn't be the end of the world, right? But like he said, that moment was simply symbolic for him. It's like if he would have let his fear get in the way of standing up and saying he wanted to take a gap year, he would have missed out on this huge life experience, this huge opportunity in his life. So we're going to ask the question today, what does your fear of being judged drive you to do or keep you from experiencing? And do you worry about being judged? Does being judged by others cause you to make choices that aren't really right for you? So, you know, we all do that. Our fear of being judged by others often gets smack in the way of creating our lives authentically. But when we let our fears of being judged by one another drive our decisions, what happens is we ignore our true selves or real selves and often it puts us on the wrong path. And again, being on the wrong path isn't a problem because every path is an opportunity for us to learn and grow, Um, but it takes us farther away from our true selves or the path we most want to be on. And it can be as simple as something like, what 
clothes we're choosing to wear or as great as what career choice we're making. When our concern about others judging us plays a role in making the decisions that we make, we're drifting away from our truest selves. So think about it. Like, how often do you get dressed thinking about what others are thinking about what you're wearing? Or you're majoring in something because you think that's what your parents want to do or what society says. Or you do something your friends are doing because you want to be liked and accepted. It makes sense. We all do this. But because our fear of being judged and not accepted by others threatens our basic need for security and survival, um, this fear is toxic and it drives us to do harmful things that take us away, once again, from our, our authentic or our true self. And we do it all the time. And we can't make it a problem. We can't actually make this wrong or bad. Um, But we can learn a few things from it. And that's kind of what we're here on this podcast to talk about. We're here to talk about how we can build awareness. And when we start to recognize our fears, in particular, our fears of being judged, we can begin to listen to them and learn from them. We can make our fears our friends and our allies and our personal growth. And I believe that's what college is actually all about. It's about getting to know yourself and growing into the best, most alive version of yourself, right? So I, I imagine it's easy to say, just don't worry what others think. Just do what you want. But this is not actually how we humans work. We can say don't worry about it, but unconsciously we're actually worried about it. So the trick is getting to be friendly with that unconscious fear that's driving us. And funny enough, we're back to my favorite theme again, which is this idea of self-awareness. So I want you to pay attention to these four next steps that I'm going to share with you. And these are your four steps to um, to using uh, when we're facing this idea of being afraid of being judged. Um, And this is what's going to help. This is what will help serve us in building our self-awareness. So first things first, always notice when you're afraid. And you can notice this because there are physiological signs to pay attention to in your body. Fear's a somatic experience. So think back to the last time you did something you were really afraid of, like riding a scary roller coaster, or for me, it would be speaking in front of large groups or Maybe it was just moving into school or someplace where you took a risk. What did that feel like in your body? For me, my stomach gets all knotted up. Adrenaline starts to move through my body. My muscles get tense and constricted. Sometimes my jaw even clenches up and my breath gets constricted. My breath doesn't move easily and freely through my body. The second thing you'll do is you're going to just name it. Like, I'm afraid. And that may even just be name it in your own head to yourself. And maybe you have someone you really trust and you feel comfortable with sharing that with, and you can name it to them. 
But by acknowledging what is, which is right now I'm afraid, I'm afraid of being judged. By acknowledging what is, you're practicing being present or conscious or aware. So we'll be using all three of those words on this podcast and they essentially all mean the same exact thing. You choose whatever you like to use, present, conscious, aware. But when you're acknowledging what is, then you're practicing the art of presence, of consciousness. You're practicing being awake or aware. Third thing, simply accept it. So you'll notice when you start to name it, the fear, you're almost immediately going to want to do something about it. You're going to want to make it go away or you're going to want to distract yourself from it. We call this a drift move. We talked about that a couple of um, weeks ago on a podcast. I think it called Catch the Drift. So rather than drift, see if you'd be willing to take one simple breath of acceptance and simply allow yourself to be with that fear. Allow yourself to be afraid. Remember, it's not a problem or something to fix. It's actually your ally. And if you don't accept it, you'll never be able to shift it. So the key really is acceptance. So when you're noticing fear in you, the fear of being judged, don't try and deny it. Don't try and push it away. Don't try and do anything about it. Simply accept it. All right, now the fourth step is the fun one. And the fourth step is get curious. So fear is actually a useful and really, really valuable emotion. There's tons of wisdom in it. Get to know your fear by getting curious about them. So is your fear saying, nope, not a good idea to walk down that alley late at night by myself? Or don't do that because someone might judge you. Know the difference between your wise fear and your irrational fear. So wise fears keep you safe and irrational fears lie to you. They tell you that other people, um, other people's thoughts, other people's opinions, other things matter more than your own. These fears teach you not to trust yourself. They tell you that it's important to do and be something that you believe others may want so you can feel accepted. And we all do it, but it gets us in trouble because it's lying to our own selves. It takes us away from our most authentic self. So the thing to remember is that your opinion, your beliefs matter more than anyone else's. They're there. They're your Um, North Star. They're guiding you to your most aligned, most authentic, most true self. Now, I know that we all have this need to feel accepted and loved and part of a community, and I am not suggesting that that's not important. We definitely need that. That's part of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, but we must have our basic needs met before we can move on and really be self-actualized. So most of us are fortunate to be focused on the psychological needs. Our basic needs of food and warmth and water and rest and all of that are met. Our needs for safety and security are met. 
But our psychological needs, these needs for belonging and love, intimate relationships and friendships, self-esteem, prestige, feeling of accomplishment, those needs, those are the ones we're most focused on. And we cannot be truly fulfilled and self-actualized if we haven't first met our basic needs of, you know, those psychological needs of belonging and self-esteem. And these needs, we have to take responsibility for getting met on our own. No one else can actually do that for us, unfortunately. That's, that's where we come into play. But because those psychological needs are so important, they're so fundamental to self-actualization and self-fulfillment, we um, tend to get really wrapped up in them. We're really tied up in getting those needs met. And the problem is we have these irrational fears about belonging and love. For instance, we believe we will not survive if we're not accepted by others. So we're unconsciously driven to do anything and everything to be accepted, even if it means doing things we don't really want to do. So our job is to really pay attention to self-acceptance first, self-awareness first, so that we're open to creating um, authentic relationships, authentic friendships. And then we are truly having the experiences of belonging and love, which is the second part of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. So our irrational fear of being judged by others makes us do crazy things, say and behave in crazy ways that we don't always really want to. But this desire to be accepted is so huge and we're really all unaware of it. So when you do this, when you allow the irrational fear to to drive you, you rob yourself of the opportunity to find and connect with the people you're most likely aligned with. So when you show up authentically and you stop letting your fears of being judged to get in the way, you attract the friends and the people that you're like, and you create a life experience you really, really love. So each of these small moments gives you an opportunity to practice and learn. Like in Robert's case, that moment where he stood on the guardrail and asked um, to skip ahead in the line so he can get on his flight. His fear of being judged by those people weren't driving him as much as his desire to get on that plane. And he was more aligned with himself and his own desires than he was focused on other people's fears. The same for standing up for taking his gap year. His desire to do what he felt was best for him, that was stronger than his desire for pleasing others or being accepted by others. And, you know, I was there every step of the way with him. I remember how much pushback he got from everyone and how hard that was. But he was able to stay true to his deep desire because he knew and he believed what was best for him despite what everyone else was thinking. And so this is where real courage comes in. First, you have to be aware of what you most want and most desire, and then you have to be willing to stand for it no matter what. No matter what you think others are gonna think of you, you have to stand for what you most want and you most desire. And this is the tricky part. 
So most of us don't even get to the point of knowing what we truly want because we're afraid we'll have to stand up for it. So we'd rather not. So rather than know ourselves and become self-aware, we just look the other way and blindly follow others. And this just tends to get us, um, again, like I said earlier, on a path that might not always be the best path for us in the moment. So we're kind of back to this thing of self-awareness again. If you build this muscle of self-awareness, you get an opportunity in your life in every moment to practice over and over again, standing for what is best for you. And each one of these moments, each one of these choices helps shape who you're becoming. So practice, practice, practice. This is the key. And we're back to that again. How self-aware are you? How often do you let your fears of other judgments get in the way of being yourself or doing what you truly, truly want? This is totally normal, but it gets in the way of our own authentic happiness. And the key, like Robert said, is knowing when you're doing it. That's the self-awareness piece. Self-reflection is the key. If you can pause and reflect, you will grow. So this self-awareness piece, something that's coming up again over and over and over again, and we're going to be talking more and more about it each week. The idea is, can you build your own self-awareness? Can you know yourself well enough to know when your fear of being judged is causing you to do something you really don't want to do? And see if you can pause and reflect and notice these moments. Check out your body signs. Check out the somatic experience. Start to bookmark your wise fears and your unwise fears because those are the opportunities to grow, to really get to know yourself and choose to shift if you want. And that's where your self-empowerment comes from. It's in the knowing and then the courageous choosing. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode of University. You'll hear more from students in the coming weeks and months. And be sure to tune in next week for interviews from more people just like you. And for anyone who wants a safe and judgment-free place to self-reflect, play with building your self-awareness muscle, a place to learn self-acceptance and acceptance of others. If you want to learn to feel more empowered and more present, I host a live weekly group coaching call every week to practice learning together how to be more aware. You'll learn tools not to compare yourself to others and ways to support you in dropping your fear of being judged so ultimately you can be free to be yourself. Calls are Thursdays, 4 to 5 Central Time. We meet on a video platform called Zoom. You can join from your phone or computer and you can drop at any time and your first time is free. So for more information, click the link below or reach out to me at annemarie at bringithome.me. And don't forget to follow us if you haven't already. Um, I'd really love it if you'd follow us on Instagram at university.u, Facebook at university, and Twitter at university.u. Thanks for listening to University. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend. And be sure to leave us some stars and a favorable review at iTunes.